Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. K360 Ray. Hello, J360 Legion, and welcome to another J360 Minibyte here on J360 Radio, hosted by J.M. Brady. And I am your host, J.M. Brady. Ah, how's it going, J360 Legion? Time for a whole nother week of J360 content. And yes, we have a lot to go through because next week we're going dark. It's my birthday week, so I'm taking a whole week off. Becoming one of the plebeians again and just chilling for a while. Hey, you're welcome to go ahead and drop a line or a shout out to me. The birthday's on October the 30th. So you go ahead and drop a line to me on the J360 Radio Hotline. That number is 240-903-1634. That is if you want to. You're not obligated to. But I'll be happy to read some of the voicemails that you leave behind. Or you could always just email me something. But... That's enough um, self-serving interest. I have noticed something has landed yesterday, and it was the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer. The final trailer, you know? Not uh, not like the, all that other teasing that led to this uh, lets you know that this movie won't be made. Remember when Ray did that backflip over that speeder? And it was like, yeah, this is a defining moment. Slay, Queen, slay. The Force has... The Force is still woke. Apparently. Oh, man. Look. Okay, okay. Alright, alright. Before we get into it, before we get into it, I just want to talk to... Alright, you true Star Wars fans out there. You and me, we cool. Always have been cool. You know what I mean? Y'all have been there since the get, and I've been there since the get, too. We all know that the real storyline ended as soon as Vader threw the Emperor down that shaft. Let's just be real. At least for the movie's sake. As for the books, you know, the books are open-ended. They can do pretty much what they needed to do. And they conveyed and kept the storyline fresh. As for the comics, it really depends on which comic you read. If you read the ones from Marvel, they were okay. But the ones over at Dark Horse were a little bit better. And now that it's back home at Marvel, kind of hit and miss here and there. I mean, if you're mad at the prequels, they did manage to shape it up a lot better. You know, with the comics based in the Old Republic, in addition to the actual show, Clone Wars. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, the prequels were kind of sloppy, but, you know, it didn't take much for them to fix up. Because, see, the prequels had something to run on, you know? You knew it was going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. You knew Anakin was going to go crazy. He can't handle loss well. But he ended up losing everything in addition for more power and became Darth Vader. To the point where he completely disowned his original identity. And he only managed to get it back due to the help of his son. Even though, I should say children, but, you know, Leia was busy fighting him in other ways. And, you know, even that little plot line didn't really get 100% resolve entirely to the way that we wanted to. It did, but it didn't. You know, wouldn't that have been something if, uh... 
you know, Vader probably should have. If Vader could sense Luke, how come he couldn't sense Luke? You know what? Story for another time. But you understand what I'm saying. There was cohesion there. There was an ending there. The prophecy was fulfilled. As soon as we had those six films, regardless of whether you liked them or not, a storyline was finished. See, I never wanted a sequel trilogy. A lot of those mainstreams and a lot of those normies that want to be nerds wanted a sequel trilogy. And a lot of those other Star Wars fans out there, you know the ones, the ones that flip-flop like a tennis, you know, that bounce back and forth like tennis balls every time. Like, every time there's a new trailer, they're the ones that come up and tear up and say, you're doing a good job, Ryan Johnson. You're doing a good job, J.J. Abrams. Oh, Kathleen Kennedy, we love you. Slay, Queen, slay. Thank you, Bob Iger. Yeah, I can't stand them people either. Come out of the woodwork, say the same old thing every time. Of course, these are the same people that flip-flop and turn the shirts inside out and have Marvel or Pixar on the other side, just in case the Death Star Wars movie or any of those talks from the D-Expos don't go well. Yeah, they're the flip-flop crew. Yeah, let me talk to y'all. Y'all are a pain in the ass. I'm just going to be real. After a while, it's either pick a side here. You know what I'm saying? If you're for this stuff, okay, be for it. If you're not for it, then kindly shut the hell up. It's just the weirdest thing. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants their stuff both ways. They don't know how to be on which side of the argument. It's not about whether you're on the right or wrong side of the argument. It's about where your stance is. And you see, for my stance, okay. Episode 7 was pretty much all the old movies in one movie. Made by J.J. Abrams. Okay? Who, depending on the circumstances and whether a film is made by a bad robot or not, still drives the question of, is he a credible filmmaker? Or does he have just the most punchable face in the world? I mean, needless to say, I can't knock him for taking the reins on this movie because Trevor Bowe wanted to go ahead and work with Jurassic World. So I can't get mad at him for that. And not to mention, I heard Trevor Bowe had a bit of strife with um, Kathleen Kennedy, too. So that, that can lead to a toxic thing. I mean, at least he dodged a bullet on that one. Makes me wonder what his original idea was going to be, though. But you see, with J.J. Abrams in charge of the whole thing, you got to figure this. It ain't going to be a bunch of lens flares. It's going to be a whole lot of spaceships here. There's going to be a lot of things to suck you in. But the little thing is, is there going to be substance to this whole thing? Because that's what seems like Episode 7 was kind of lacking in some ways. Yeah, you got familiarity here. You got nostalgia over there. But at the same time, can this hold its own without you know, the others to back it. Can this actually stand on its own two feet? Which is what I had a problem with throughout this whole adventure with the sequel trilogy. It seemed like none of them were capable of holding their own. You know, it's kind of like, say, like you bought a video game and you got that main story in the video game and it's over, but then you have DLC coming soon and the DLC turns out to be Last Jedi and that DLC, while at the same time, open the gateways a little bit it still wasn't enough to satisfy you over and now you got to wait till the real next installment to come in where it probably would feel like a complete game but it probably be a total letdown because it's banking on the name and you still don't know what the story's about and if you guys totally guessed destiny when i said that <laughs> then i know that you're real j360 legionnaires but it's exactly like that you know it's like I can't necessarily root for the resistance entirely 
because I need to know exactly what this the first order is. Is that really the remnants of the empire? Or is it something more? Like you know what I'm saying? Like the build up behind these two factions, I really would like to know about. And how come the Republic stayed silent out of it? And didn't the Republic get blasted out? Yeah, I think they got blasted out in Episode Seven. Some planets in the Republic, anyway. But don't you think that because of that sort of strike, they would come together a little bit more and fight against their oppressor? It's, it's a lot of questions in this thing. But, you know, like, if you were thinking that I was going to do a trailer review, you're sadly mistaken. I'm just going after the whole sequel trilogy as a whole. And I'm not sorry for it. The point is, is this. I am going to go see this movie. Not based off what I saw in the trailer. I just want to know what the story is going to be. I mean, is it to the point where they screwed up so bad that it's so many open ends to it, they're going to go ahead and say, oh, we're going to use the time travel aspect because, yes, that works so well in Endgame. Uh-huh. Totally copying off the ideas of another intellectual property that's within the same company. I mean, after all, it's legal. There's nothing against it, but it's like, okay. You got Palpatine coming back. You got pretty much everything there to rope not only the normies, or I shouldn't even say normies, I shouldn't really label anybody, not to rope just the uh, flip-floppers in, but you also have the ones that will rope in, or they're trying to anyway, the original fans of Star Wars. Yeah, because you see you got 3PO on there saying, I'm taking a last look at my friends, and all these... It's like, I guess 3PO is a key to something. Of course, they already gave that away in another trailer. You know, the red eyes thing and all sorts of stuff that's going to happen. You'll see, like, certain people that you've seen from other movies and knowing that they're going to get killed off. I wonder if Lando's... I wonder how Lando's going to go. Is he going to die in the ship? Probably. (sighs) It's just like, when you look at it, it's like, okay, you're banking on my nostalgia. See, that's, that's the one thing that they are banking on. Because that's going to get my butt in the seat. I'm already invested because I invested money in the other two films. So that really doesn't work on me. But for a lot of you out there, they're banking on the nostalgia. They're trying so hard to drive this into you in case they didn't do it already. That this is the last Skywalker saga based Star Wars film. Uh, And they're making it seem like they're not going to make any more. But they obviously are. And they obviously are making the Mandalorian TV series. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody who's conscientiously consuming this stuff pretty much knows that they're going to try to ride this out because this is Disney behind this, baby. Disney needs that milk money. And if Marvel can't deliver, which it still is fresh enough to deliver, and if Pixar can't deliver, which, once again, still fresh enough to do so, Star Wars is right there. Remember when Star Wars was special? Like, around a certain time of the year, whether it was either... Christmas or it was Thanksgiving, you know, TNT or whoever had the syndicating rights would show you those movies. And, you know, it would be at one time it was the three earlier movies. And it was something adventurous. Like if you didn't want to watch football or something like that, you could always watch Star Wars. You see, nowadays it's the six movies that you watch. And you see, same thing. You get to watch Star Wars, you go on the adventure, you see like how Anakin turned to the dark dark side and you saw how Luke took reins to become the new chosen one and help the real chosen one get back to the light while at the same time bring battles to the force. 
Now with this, this this new set here, we get to know Ray to a point. We see Ray, we see BB-8, we see Poe, we see Finn, we see, you know, and each and every single one of them, while having unique characteristics, you know, it's, it's to the point where you don't really get to know who they are and why they do what they do. Matter of fact, Poe wasn't really in um, Episode 7 as much as I'd like him to be. You know what I'm saying? There was a moment where he disappeared. Or made it back to the Resistance and all. So, and then we had to look for him, and then eventually we saw him again. We know that he is BB-8's owner, and we know that he is a great pilot, and, you know, he's a good commander. But then after a while, it's like, still didn't get to know him on the same level like I would maybe uh, maybe Han Solo, Wedge Antilles, or any of the other, you know, any of the other leads that were in the older ones. I mean, I think I got to know Biggs Darklighter a lot more than I got to know Poe Dameron. But that's just my argument on this kind of stuff. Because, like, these are great actors. Like, the cast is good. It's just after a while, it's like, what's their motivation? What exactly are they trying to do? Are they really fighting against the oppressors? And then all of a sudden, here comes Ray trying to be friends with Kylo Ren there for a moment. And everybody loves Kylo Ren, even though I think Kylo Ren just reminds me of a moody 12 year old or something like that that's just trying to figure out what's happening to me and he's all slashing and lashing out and stuff and, and i'm like i i can't feel for him i i don't care what his motivation is oh my god jay did you see how he killed han solo it's like yeah i would like to find a final escape to get out of this movie myself it was annoying enough, and then everybody was being all hush-hush about that. They were like, this is a big secret. You don't want to let them know. Oh my god, it's Han Solo's son? How, how could this be? And we had to figure all that out in the manual, too, because that didn't make it in the movie. And then Leia set up Han to get killed, saying, you can bring him back. You're his father. Yeah, it didn't work that way. But then you see, like, where episode 9 is going to go. I think you guys can. I just look at it, I'm like sitting there thinking, okay, so what's the plot? What's this going to be about? Obviously, people are going to die, obviously. Principal people are going to die. But exactly, where is this movie going? Where is it going to take us? Is there going to be a giant reset button at the end? And then all of a sudden, we're back on Tatooine again? I mean, what's going to happen? Maybe you all have the answers. But I did not see it in any of the trailers leading to this movie. And now I'm going to leave it with that. Because we'll touch base on everything else after the Monster Fest, okay? But until then, this is the J-Man. And I hope I didn't hurt too many people's feelings. But then again, I don't really care. I'm getting senile, folks. <laughs> but other than that, though, this is the J-Man signing off. You all take it easy. And we will be back with the J-Man show tomorrow. Okay? Laters. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a click away. Order online and pick up at your local store. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.